Hey, good morning, rock stars. How you doing? This is George Andershock, a.k.a. G-Shock. Um, today is Wednesday, October 30th, and this is the WBBF call, which stands for We Build Brighter Futures, and um, I have the privilege and honor of being one of the uh, trainees that uh, get to speak on this call. Uh, thank you very much, Mr. Uh, Executive Vice President, a.k.a. legend Paul Roberts, and uh, agency manager or national manager Jeremy Patton, agency manager Dr. Phil for bringing me into this business. But thank you guys for leading the way and, and trusting me to help serve the team. Uh, appreciate you guys and love you guys. Love all my friends and family members that are that are on this team too. Um, I say family because most of my teammates on this on this team consider my family. We're a family. We all love each other and help each other and take care of each other, and that's exactly what this call is all about is just helping each other out. Um, so today and tomorrow we'll be going over um, uh, today is more of the uh, setting the appointments and mindset, uh, going over a little bit of the Eight Step Success, the amazing book that Andy Albright wrote that um, obviously will lead us to having that six-figure income. Probably one of the main reasons why we wanted to join the Lions in the first place is to increase our income. And uh, tomorrow we'll be going over the uh, using the ATM home presentation in the home, okay? So um, I'll go ahead and just jump in and start get started. Um, the Andy Albright is just uh, an amazing guy, and I hope everybody who can hear my voice right now gets to shake his hand one day, gets to know him a little bit, gets to ride on his plane one day, gets to go shoot at his cabin one day, gets to go on a trip to Alaska or Thailand one day with him and his wife and his family. Um and um, and it's just really awesome to have a president and CEO um, in charge of a company like like him. Um, you know, he's probably one of the biggest biggest reasons why uh, you know most people here. I know Paul Roberts loves 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 Andy Albright and loves loves Tim Goad, and um, you know it's contagious. And he's a great guy. But hey, he wrote this book, Eight Success, so that we can all have success. Um, you know, and, and, you know, I remember my very first conversations with Paul Roberts and, and even when we started getting to know each other, driving around the car together in Laredo, Texas, um, you know, he told me, um, hey, the key to this business is having a childlike faith, a spirit of gratitude, and, and to follow that book that Andy wrote, you know, and that is the recipe for success. And um, he's definitely, definitely right. So if you can read this book and if you don't have this book ask the person who invited you into this business um you know we do have a national convention coming up and you, if you buy a ticket you get a new agent guide box that includes this book and all the other books that andy has written and, and a bunch of other great stuff that for every new agent that what they need um but uh read it you get good at it and you get consistent at it now that's the key staying consistent you know reading it um and and you're going to have success with us okay as long as you just don't quit and be be um be consistent and and do your hardest to do your best at these eight steps of success okay i'm going to go i'm going to run down them real quick um personal use we all got to believe in the products that we provide for for our clients you know um work you know we have to do the work we have to do what these eight steps of success um, say to do, 
Okay, and we've got to get in there and um, do the work. And what, what's amazing is what we do is, is not hard at all. Um, you know, it's 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 very simple what we do. Um, it's not work outside in 100 degree weather. It's picking up a phone. It's duplicating the system, listening to Paul call a list of names and duplicating that. Um, you know, it, it's just funny little things, just picking up your phone for the most part. Um, but that's our work, you know. Um, chapter three is listen. You have got to be a good listener. Um, this is funny. Um, sometimes, excuse me, <clears throat> you know, since I've been part of Alliance, I, I feel like I've grown so much, um, you know, mentally. Um, you know, Paul and Phil are always, you know, and um, even Eric Cruz, love you, buddy. He's been pushing me to read more. Um, but, uh, but you got to learn how to listen. And, and I, what I was saying is, I, you know, in the Alliance, I've, I feel like I've matured so much as a person and, um, and, and learning how to be a better person, but learning how to, you know, be better at almost everything. But, you know, when we listen, a lot of times people think like right now, you might think you're listening to my voice, um, you know, and if you're driving, um, for the most part, you probably are. Um, but you're still multitasking. And here's the thing that I learned. Um, I don't know what I, where I saw it, but they said it's actually impossible to multitask. You really can't do two things at once. You think you're doing two things at once, but you're really doing the one thing that you're really focusing on more. And that second thing you're doing, you might be hearing my voice in the background right now, but you're not really listening to what I'm saying. So you're not really going to get what I'm trying to say or get it at 100%. Or if you get off the phone right now and, and you talk to one of your buddies and you say, oh, my gosh, you heard G-Shock, that call was horrible or that call was amazing. And if the other person says, well, what part did you like the most? And like, oh, you know what? Man, I was packing lunch for my kids and I was making sure they were brushing their teeth and getting dressed and I had them on speaker. Um, I just remember when I was kind of listening to things here and there, it was some good stuff. So you're not really listening. So that goes like when we're watching TWC or – um, you know, if you're in a meeting and, and Paul's talking in advanced training or, or any time at all, um, when you're listening to the activity call, if you can just give it your undivided attention, okay, um, that's when you're going to get the most out of it. You know, I remember in football um, when coaches would have speakers or, or stuff like that, I think that's where I heard it the most, when they would say, guys, I need you guys to give him your undivided attention. And we would hear that constantly when coaches would have either speakers or trainers or something, someone come up and talk in front of the team, um, they would always say that. Give them your undivided attention. So when you're at meetings, hotspots, trainings and stuff, um, these WBBF calls, and I know it's in the morning and people do have to kind of multitask, but, you know, if you, if you have that luxury that you can just be listening and maybe taking notes whenever you are um, doing these things or hearing these people talk, um, try giving it your undivided attention. Take notes because, um, you know, it helps you remember stuff too. But, you know, you can always refer back to it. But you're going to learn so much, and I think your learning curve will be so much shorter. Like you will be having a lot more success a lot faster. Um, but here's another thing. When someone talks to me about something, um, you know, let's just, I don't know, someone's coaching you up or someone's helping you with something and all you're thinking about, is, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I do that. I do that all the time. Or, Oh, or, Oh, you know, or whatever excuse maybe you're trying to think of or whatever the case is. I already feel like you're really not listening. 
instead of you just focusing on what that person is saying and when that person is done talking and all you're doing is saying yes, um, instead of thinking of what you want to say or what your rebuttal is going to be, you're not really listening to that person. You're more thinking about, you know, how you want to respond to the situation or what they're saying. Okay. Um, chapter four is read books. Um, you know, we are urged to read books. It's going to make us better. It's the only reason why, you know, Andy Albright, Paul Roberts, Dr. Phil, they're, they're telling us, read these books. There's, it's going to make you a better person. It's going to make you a better leader. And it's definitely true. You know, and um, I've been doing a lot better at reading books lately, and, and I really appreciate it. And I appreciate my friends pushing me to get better because I think this is where, um, you know, I was kind of slacking at, at the reading department. Um, but it's, it's amazing what's in these books. And um, there's a reason why they want us to read books, and that's just to be a better person overall. Okay. Um, next chapter is attend all meetings, uh, especially your hotspots. You know, and I know sometimes um, I remember it was always exciting for me to attend the hotspot because when we started, Paul would come down like every two weeks to McAllen. So we didn't have a weekly hotspot. So it was a every other week kind of hotspot um, or if something came up, whatever. It might have been every three weeks. And, you know, I just enjoyed getting together with the team and being around each other. And, and I enjoyed the hotspots. Like I looked forward to the days that Paul would come and so we could do the hotspots. Um, but, you know, either the meeting needs you or you need the meeting. Um, and then people are like, well, how do how do uh, how does the meeting need me? Well, believe it or not, even if, even if you just came to one hotspot, you know, and, and you want to be part of our team and you want to be part of that hotspot, you are part of the community. Um, you know, you're part of the team. And, you know, you, you don't know when maybe something you say or, or when somebody's at the meeting for the first time and they're nervous and they're not sure it's for them and they find out, oh, last week you were here for the first time and you're brand new and you guys make some kind of a, a bond just from your conversation. Well, guess what? That might, that, you might make a difference in that person and help whoever invited that person out because now that person doesn't feel so alone, doesn't feel so out of whack and you know, they've already made a friend with you and they feel comfortable because you're brand new also. Um, it's just funny how people uh, feel that way. You know, they're like, oh, hey, we're in this together. You know what I mean? Let's do this together kind of thing sometimes. But And that's just a small example. But, um, you know, you're, you're part of the community and, and we we love everyone. If, if you've only been to one hotspot, believe me, you matter and you're part of the community, you're part of this team, and you're helping us grow Um and not only hotspots, but, hey, if we're doing training, if we're doing boot camps, if we're having conventions at headquarters. And, um, guys, if you ask any veteran, we all love going to headquarters. This is where you get to mingle and meet people across the nation. I remember my first hot, uh, convention, I remember seeing Paul's posters everywhere. And when people would ask me whose team I was on, well, Phil was still very new to the Alliance. So I was just telling people, hey, I'm on Paul Roberts' team. And you know, the stuff that they would say about him and, and, you know, it made me realize, um, and not take for granted this crazy rocker dude that was standing in front of me at my hotspot a couple of weeks ago, um, that I just met for the first time, um, was legit. And not only was he legit, but he's like a legend in the company, you know, like, I mean, everyone knows him. Everyone's got great things to say about him. He's got his posters on the wall and headquarters, headquarters looks like some awesome university campus, like, um, almost gym, like you walk in, it's like, 
you know, they've got a basketball court around the back. They've got locker rooms. They've got um, uh, like a weight room almost. And, um, you know, when you walk in, it feels like a basketball court on the floor with NAA um, logo in the middle of it. And you're just like, wow, this place is awesome, you know. Uh, and, I, you know, my first hotspot was in Abel and Almas Luna's living room. So, um, you know, we didn't get to walk into like an awesome, awesome, like you got awesome office like you guys have in some of these cities where you have these hotspots, you know, in Louisville, San Antonio, um, Austin, um, you know, it was, it was someone's living room. So I was just like, what is this? You know, I'm, I'm not sure what to think about this stuff. Um, and then I go to headquarters and I'm just blown away, you know, and I'm seeing Paul and that's when I say, you know, the legend was born because ever since I went to headquarters, I started calling him, man, you're a legend. And he's just laughing and blew me off. And I was like, no, you know what? I'm going to start calling you legend. And, uh, you know, three years later, I think it's really uh, caught on. And I think almost everyone in the in the country, you know, refers to him as a legend now, too. So that's pretty cool. Um, but attend all meetings. So we have a national convention coming up in January. Um, guys, it's just like what I was saying. It's so much fun just get around people, meet people. Um, and you'll meet people across the nation. So if you do invite someone to Phoenix hotspot or hotspot in California, um, you know, you know someone from that hotspot. And then when you invite them, you're like, oh, my gosh, dude, I need you to meet, you know, so-and-so from Phoenix. They're awesome. And, they, and they're going to help you and they're going to, you know, help you learn everything. And it's just cool to know people, you know. Um, and, you know, the whole alliance, we're all a big team. Uh, be teachable. Here's a big one. When I first started the, the business, um, you know, I had 18 years of experience in sales and dealing with people, and Phil was more of a corporate kind of like, you know, um, cubicle or corporate um, supervisor, but he was working for Raytheon, which is a company who um, contracts with the U.S. government and makes kind of like missiles or or parts on, I don't know, you know, I don't know, missiles and fighter jets or who knows what, but for the government, um, and I was just like, how are you going to teach me about selling stuff to people? Like, I was like, man, just give me a lead and I'll take care of it, you know? And he was like, okay, you know? And so sure enough, he, he gives me some leads to call and he's sitting in front of me across my table in my kitchen. And we have another new agent with us, maybe one or two. And he's like, okay, so guys, we're going to start our dial session. You guys uh, go ahead and start dialing the leads. And so I call my first lead. And when I get someone on the phone, I'm just, I just drew a blank. Like, I didn't know what to say. And from that moment on, I knew, like, okay, Phil, what would you say when you call this lead? And he started telling me what he would say. And I'm like, okay. So even though I've got 18 years of experience, he's obviously um, got more experience than me in this business. So I'm going to be teachable, and I'm going to be – I'm going to let him, you know, learn me up or whatever and teach me. And, um, you know, I wouldn't say I had an eagle, but I had to put whatever walls I had down – um, and maybe, I, you know, I'm pretty sure Phil does probably think I had an ego at that time. But, um, you know, I had to be teachable. I had to learn this business from the ground up. So, you know, even if you're from, if you've got experience already with insurance, um, you've been with another IMO or something or whatever the case is, you know, you can kind of just put your guard down a little bit and and just follow what Andy Albright teaches us. Uh, read this book, Eight Steps of Success and do the steps, get consistent, um, you know, and whether you think it's, uh, I don't know, just tacky stuff or why would I do this? I've never done this, and I've been in insurance for so many years. You know, if you can just kind of let yourself relax and just and just go through the – just renew yourself, you know, be um, 
I don't even know the, the cool words that I'm trying to find here, but just, you know, be able to reinvent yourself and, and just, you know, follow our, be part of our culture and follow our steps and duplicate, um, you know, and, and be teachable. You know, it's, it, I, I promise you, it's going to make a huge, huge difference. Okay. Um, be accountable is the next chapter. Um, I think this is huge. Um, I know on Dr. Phil's team, what we do a lot of times is when we get a brand new agent, um, we try to help them with their schedules. Um, so if they're, they have a full-time job and they're doing this part-time or if they're doing this full-time or, um, but we just want to sit down with them and with a calendar, whether it's in the fast start program calendar or just in the activity book, whatever. But we just ask them, okay, um, here, these are the things that we do. Monday, we have Jeremy Patton's call. We have PWC. We have these trainings, blah, 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 you know, et cetera. And um, we, we, we kind of block those out. And if they can't do that, you know, if it's recorded, awesome. They can listen to it later, um, you know, and, and, and if it's a live training or something and it's not recorded, then unfortunately they're just going to miss it or they can't attend. Um, but <clears throat> holding yourself accountable, one, to your schedule, um, is huge and is big and it's probably one of the biggest reasons why some people don't have the success that they were expecting okay um actually i think when they fell in all these eight steps somewhere okay is where people um people start hitting road bumps or hidden walls and stuff when when they stop doing the eight step success and they don't do it consistently um you know trying to be in, you know like try not to stay in in isolation or anything, like I said, the the hotspots. We, we need you or you need the hotspot. And it's an amazing place when, you know, if you had a bad weekend in the field and maybe you sold only one policy or, or you didn't sell anything at all, okay, and you're feeling down in the dumps or, you know, there's no reason to feel down because it happens to every, everyone. It's even happened to me. Um, I know people sometimes they, they, they always expect me and, and I expect myself also to at least sell 5,000 AP every weekend. Um, that's because I do this full time and, and it's a goal that I set for myself um, to do, you know, at least 5,000 a week AP. But uh, if it doesn't always happen and, and I'm around the team at the hotspot, you know, man, hey, you know, whether it's A1 Alma at the hotspot or Sandra or somebody, if I'm in the San Antonio hotspot or the Austin hotspot or whatever hotspot I'm in, um, you know, being around the team, you know, just gets you excited and, and helps you and lifts you up and makes you forget about feeling all bummy that had a bad weekend or whatnot or, you know, if you're going through some stuff. Um, just being around the team makes you feel great, you know, so. Um, the hotspot is magical, and we all love each other. We're all there for each other, um, you know, and, and and that also brings me to the last chapter, which is communicate with a positive mental attitude, you know. So when we're at the hotspots, you know, no one's going to be, oh, my gosh, this guy just did 1,200 AP for the week. Oh, my gosh, what a, you know, what a loser. That's exactly opposite of our culture, of our style. Um, you know, we love on each other. We're going to be like, that's right, he did $1,200 AP. That's right, that's right, you go G-Shock, you know. And, and we're, I'm inside like, what do you mean $1,200? But, hey, everybody's excited and lifting me up, and it's an awesome feeling, you know. Um, and uh, here, here's another thing. So that's basically the eight-step success. I can go into it longer, but I obviously want to share some more of the, of the script and that kind of stuff and setting the appointments with you guys. But, um, you know, goals, set your goals and and these eight steps success, you know, have it somewhere like in the morning when you wake up, 
that you're either looking at this book, reading the book for whatever 10, 15 minutes or five pages or whatnot. Um, but write down your goals every day. Every day in the morning when you wake up, um, if you say, oh, I don't have time for all that, well, hey, guess what? Wake up two or ten minutes earlier because we all have time. We can all make time if we want to. And if you want to be successful in this business, I mean, what are you going to do to become successful? You know, I mean, you can't – we can't just sign up. We can't just read a book and not apply it to our lives. Or, you know, we can't just expect, oh, because I got an insurance license and I got some leads now that everything's going to magically fix our lives or, or make us better or make us money. Like, you've got to put some effort into this. And that's why sometimes I find it funny where, um, you know, if, if someone, and I'm not attacking anyone, and I'm not even talking about someone in particular, but um, if you spend so much time and so much money going to university or college to get a degree, okay, and you are having a hard time finding a job or the job you have, you don't like it, or you're not making enough money, right, um, why would you come to this business and just think by getting your license or somebody tossing you some leads, everything is just going to start changing for you? You know, if you don't put some effort into this and, and really apply you know, the things that you learn in the eight of success, apply the stuff that you learn at the hotspots, all our trainings, um, you know, uh, you know, Paul Roberts will not do any kind of product training. He does personal growth training. You know, if you don't apply any of this stuff, um, how do you expect to get better and to start changing your life around? You know, it's not just going to happen, like I said, because you got a license and, oh, this company provides leads or has leads available for us if we want them. Um, it's not, that's just not going to do it. You've got to want to get better. You've got to set goals. Uh, and, and, you know, one of those goals should be getting good at and being consistent at eight steps success, having that childlike faith, um, having a spirit of gratitude. Okay. And, and looking at your goals every day, you know, whether you're single, have a family, you know, what are your goals and, and write them down every day. And, you know, one thing that in the book goals is if you really, want to achieve your goals, you will do it. Okay, with the Alliance, you don't have to be uh, have a special talent. You don't have to be able to shoot three-pointers all day blindfolded. You don't have to be able to dunk a basketball. You don't have to run a 40-yard run in, in 3.9 seconds. You know, we don't have to have a special talent. All you have to have here in the Alliance is a want to. You know, what is what drives you? You know, um, why do you want to change your life? Why do you want to do this? Okay. And when you set your goals to something, you will make it happen, all right? If you really are determined to lose weight, if you're really determined to change your life around, to make money, to spend more time with your family or whatever, if you are really devoted to doing that, you will do it. So think about this. Think about the last week, last month, whatever, all this year. All the things that you really wanted to do, that you really wanted to do, I'm pretty sure you accomplished those goals, Okay. And and th at the beginning of the year, when everybody does their New Year resolutions, you know, if you look back and think about what you wanted to do and what you but what would you, what did you give a hundred percent into, I'm pretty sure you accomplished it or you're on your way to accomplishing it. Okay, if you just wrote down these goals at the beginning of the year because you're like, ah, oh, this is what everybody does. Everybody says lose weight, you know, make more money, save more money, do this, do that, do this, right? All these great things. Um, but if you if you're not serious about it with yourself, if you're looking yourself in the mirror and you're not really serious about those goals. You're not going to achieve them. But if there's something on that list of goals that you really want to do, I promise you you're excellent or crossing that thing out because you accomplished it. Man, that was pretty good. I didn't even write that up. I didn't think about it. I just 
that just came to me naturally right now. And I think we should end the call on that note. But real quick, I'm going to go into the script, guys, and I'm sorry I'm running out of time. Um, I'll probably go over a little bit, and if you have the you know, ability to stay on the call, great. If not, guys, um, it will be recorded, and Trina will give us that information later. And anybody can always reach out to me and ask me questions if you need help for whatever reason. Um, you know, we're, we're a team. We love each other, and we're here for each other. <clears throat> so, again, my name is uh, George Andershock, 956-235-9902. Um, you know, if you do have any questions, you can text me, call me. Uh, preferably text so you can introduce yourself to me too so I know who you are and I can save your number. But uh, when we're calling leads, um, you know, it's all about preparation too. Uh, working up the day that you're going to dial the leads. You know, uh, if you're brand new, practice. You know, don't just think you're going to show up and be amazing. Try to practice. Um, you know, watch our NAA University course. Uh, maybe role play with your upline and they can help you tweak a couple things also. Um, but you want to practice, okay? Come prepared. Uh, learn because um, you want to have the basics down. Nobody has to be perfect, but you want to have the basics down, your scripts and stuff, because once you do get on the phone with people, um, you're actually reacting to people, okay? But what we learn is we try to keep in control of the conversation, um, and and even if they are giving us sometimes objections or they're asking us questions, it's really up to us if we want to answer those things, okay? Because it's amazing how um, we can control the conversation by asking questions, um, I remember when I was first starting with the Alliance, um, they, we would hear a lot, the person who asks more questions in a conversation is the one who wins the conversation, and that's true. And that's why we play the question game. If you've ever been in a hotspot and we're playing the question game, and you're like, how does this apply to our business? Well, that's how it applies. We ignore the question they're asking us, and we just ask them the questions, and we stay in control of the conversation, okay? So... Uh, I'm going to be uh, role-playing uh, with myself here. So I'll be both the agent and the client on the phone. Um, and you will know I'll do a little funny voice, I guess, for the client. Okay? Um, <clears throat> so I've got the leads. I've got my activity book. And, guys, sometimes people are like, hey, do you really dial $50 an hour? And um, I started really, really um, keeping better track of all my stuff. And, um, you know, I'm actually dialing more than $50 an hour now. And that's when, you know, you just raise the focus. You're not distracted. Uh, you don't have radio on. You don't have a TV on. Um, you know, if here's the thing. If we want to change our lives in this business, whether it's making an extra 500 to to 1000 a week or a month or whatever, okay? Um, but we, I feel like a lot of people just don't respect this business, all right? So when you have your schedule down and you're going to dial, respect that dial schedule, if you're going to start at 8, start at 8, please. And 8 is a great time to start, guys. I don't know why. I don't know why it's in my head, but I do not like starting at 9 in the morning or 10 in the morning. I like to start at 8 sharp, like right after this call, um, if you're dialing today. Um, because for whatever reason, I just have more success. I don't know why. If it's just coincidence, but when I start right away, right, like at 7.55 or 8 o'clock, I'm setting more appointments for some reason. Okay, so hold yourself accountable to that. I mean, obviously, if your your child is uh, sick and, and really bad, it's got a bad cold or flu or something, and you got to take care of them for a little bit or something, I understand that. But try to really respect your schedule with your spouses, your family members. Like, you are at work, you know, and we have got to respect that, that time. Um, and that's one of the great things about this business is you are in charge of your own schedule, but respect your schedule. Be accountable to your schedule. So you're dialing at 8 o'clock sharp. I've got my leads ready. I've got my activity book. 
I've gone to the restroom before I get started, so I hopefully I don't have to go again. I've got my water or coffee, whatever you're going to drink in front of you, because you just don't want to be, you just want to be focused on what you're doing and just, you know, be razor, like just into what you're doing, get in the zone, you know, like, and, and it'll happen. Okay, so I've got my leads. Um, I got the numbers. You got the information on your leads. So what I do is I don't look at the lead before I call it. Okay, um, I just start dialing the numbers, and that's how you can dial faster. So the minute I hit send, now I'm looking at the lead. I'm looking at the names. I'm looking at what type of lead it is, um, how it was made, whether they filled it out and sent it in, or they called in, or if it was a TV commercial they saw. So as I'm as it's ringing, you know, um, whatever ringing, ring, ring, ring. Um, I'm looking, I'm just scanning at the, 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 uh, the lead and I'm like, okay, so this is a TV final expense lead. So they saw a commercial on TV, right? You know, ring, ring, ring. It rings three times. I hang up. I wait a second, call it again. It rings four times. I hang up. Um, I call it again and I let it go all the way to voicemail. I do not leave a voicemail. I do not leave a text. Okay. If they text you like, who is this? Sorry, I can't talk right now. I basically ignore it. I'm just going to call them the next dial session we have, okay? Plus, it's going to keep them guessing, like, uh, you know, who is this person? Maybe next time we call, if we dial again at lunch hour or whatnot. Um, so, um, ring, ring, ring. Um, hello? Sarah? Uh, yes. Hi, Sarah. Um, my name is George, and I'm calling you from the Family Protection Center. Sarah, the reason why I'm calling you is you recently saw a, an ad or a commercial on TV about insurance, and you called in, um, and you requested information, and you left the code word Halloween when that person spoke with you on the phone so that you can remember having that conversation. Oh, yes, yes, that's right. I was I was waiting for you to call me. Okay, great, Sarah. Listen, um, I'm calling you because we're going to be in your area tomorrow, which is Thursday, right? And Friday. Okay. So we just, we set appointments for the next 48 hours. We try not to set appointments for more than that. Um, cause the longer, uh, you know, the further your appointment is, the harder it is for them to remember or something comes up or, uh, they're going to forget you. So we try, we keep everything kind of like in the 48. We're calling the day before we're going to run or the, the two days before we're going to run business. Okay. So today's Wednesday, so I'm dialing, I'm dialing to set appointments for Thursday and Friday, okay? And if you set appointments for Friday, we want to leave the activity call block, um, you know, blank. We don't want to send an appointment during the activity call. Um, you want to listen to it live and have your first activity call, depending on where you are in the country, um, right after the activity call. So I can be like one block away from my client's house because I know my appointment is at, um, you know, 10 o'clock. Activity call for us is at 9 o'clock. And uh, the minute it's done, I just drive up to the house, you know. Um, so, um, yeah, Sarah, so we're going to be in your area tomorrow and Saturday. Um, you know, we're going to be really busy helping a bunch of families, okay. But um, if we have time to get to you and um, Ted, uh, what day works for you, tomorrow or, or uh, Friday? Um, well... Tomorrow we've got appointments with our doctors. Um, okay, so what time are your appointments? Oh, they're at twelve or one o'clock. Okay, so you should be done. You should be home probably about four o'clock. Um, yeah, we should be. Okay, well listen, 
I'm going to go ahead and put you guys down for 5 o'clock just to make sure I give you guys enough time, especially maybe if you want to have lunch or dinner after your appointment. Okay, I'm going to put you down for 5 o'clock, and I've got your address at 123 Main Street. Is that right? Um, yeah, yeah, that's the right address. Okay, great. Um, now, is that is that address on the house or is that on the mailbox? Okay. Oh, that's on the house above the garage. Okay, great. Now, do you know? Um, are you know? Is that come on on the GPS? Like, if I put your address in on my phone, will I get the directions to get to you guys? Um, yeah, yeah, it should be. Okay. For whatever reason, if I don't have signal on my phone, is there like a store or a school or like a library in your area? Um, yeah, we got this. Uh, we got this school called Walsham Elementary around the corner. Okay, great. Um, so if I'm at that Walsham Elementary, um, can you give me directions on how to get to your house just in case, like I said, my, my phone's messing up on me or whatnot? Um, yeah, you just take a – you go north on Walsham and, and take a right on Main Street, and, and that's where we live on Main Street. We're on the right-hand side. Okay, great. Um, now, what kind of cars should I expect or, you know? Oh, here's a great tip I got from uh, James Coleman just this week. Um, he goes, what color is your Ferrari in the driveway? Okay. So listen to that one. This is how he kind of ties down his appointments. Like the people kind of remember you more instead of us just asking them what kind of cars they have in the driveway. Say, Hey, what color is your Ferrari you got in the driveway? Okay. Why? Because most people don't have Ferraris. So they're like, who is this crazy guy talking about Ferrari? I, I got a, a silver Nissan Altima or something, right? Or whatever in my, my husband's Ford truck. So, yeah, you see those two cars in the driveway, we're home, um, and that's that's our home. Um, so guess what? That Ferrari is going to be, like, in their mind. They get that, they're going to kind of remember that a little bit easier, too. Like, this crazy guy set the appointment and said Ferrari. Okay. All right, Sarah. Now, um, can you think of any reason why you and Ted should not be home at 5 o'clock tomorrow because you know we're going to be helping other families and um i just need to make sure that you guys will be home because if not i could be helping another family at that time so can you think of any reason why you guys uh shouldn't be home okay and so these are the two tips that i just you know had a conversation with james coleman this past saturday um those were his two main tips on on tying down his appointments better okay now does he still get no-showed every now and then? Yes. But does he have a great showing ratio, and does he produce thirty dollars to $50,000 a month? Yes. Okay? So those were the two tips that he told me about. Was Now, can you think of any reason why you might not be at home at 5 o'clock? Well, uh, no, because if my daughter calls me to pick up the kids from school, I said she'll, I said she'll still be home by 5 o'clock. Okay, great. All right, so <clears throat> do me a favor. Um, or, you know what, grab a pen and paper so that you can write down our information. Oh, okay, give me a second. Okay, I'm ready. All right, so um, go ahead and write on there big Thursday on the top, 5 p.m., okay? Um, if I'm one of the lucky people who actually get to speak to you, my name is George. You can put the letter A for my last name, A like Apple, okay? And confirmation number for you is 299-392. Okay, and that's just my ANA number, guys. Okay, so, um, Sarah, I need you to do me two big favors. Okay? All right, one, leave that piece of paper somewhere where you're going to see it so that you guys don't forget about us. Um, we do all our work by appointment, appointment only, and we would appreciate it if you guys were home at that time. 
So, you know, whether it's on the refrigerator on a magnet or where by where you leave your keys, um, put, leave that little piece of paper there with that confirmation number. And uh, please let Ted know that we have this set up for tomorrow at 5 p.m. Okay, so he doesn't make other plans. Okay, got it. All right, ma'am. Thank you. Have a nice day. And that's it. Okay. Now, does everything go smoothly like that? No. But you got the tips on, on, you know, what to say at the right times, okay? So let's just say, okay, I'm going way over our time. So um, I'll just go over, like, one objection that we get. Um, I'm too busy. Okay, no, I hear you. Like, we're really busy, too. And that's what makes it convenient for you guys is, um, you know, we, we come out to you to get this information that you requested out to you. So, hey, so tomorrow, um, what time are, are you getting home from work? Oh, my gosh, I get home late. Okay, what time is late? 6.30. All right, now, will Ted be home at 6.32? No, he normally gets home at 8 o'clock. All right, great. Listen, I'm going to put you guys down for 8.15. I've got your address at 123 Main Street. Is that right? So we, I do that right away. Okay, we, we follow up with asking the, the address right away. Um, and um, that stops them from saying, whoa, 8 o'clock? Don't you think that's a little too late? No, you know what? They're not thinking about that anymore because now I'm asking them to confirm their address. Okay, no, 8 o'clock is not late for me. I'll go to your house at 11, 12 o'clock at night if that's the only time we can meet, you know. So you just follow up with that, hey, I've got your address at 123 Main Street. Is that right? And we, you know what? Nine out of ten people are answering you. Um, yeah, that's right. Okay, is that number 123? Is that located, like, on the house or on the mailbox? Like, where am I going to see it so I can find you easier? Uh, actually on both the house and the mailbox. Okay, is that easy to find with GPS? Yes. Okay, now is there a store or a school close to you? Like, in case I lose signal, um, yeah, there's Walden Elementary. So, see, they're thinking about everything that I'm asking them, hence I'm controlling the conversation. And they're not able to say, whoa, 8 o'clock is too late, you know, this and that or whatnot. Um, so you can ask everyone, uh, now, is this foolproof, guys? No, it's not foolproof. You're going to run into some people who are still going to give you whatever kind of objection. Don't take anything personal. These people don't know you. I'm sure if they knew you and they met you in person, they would love you and invite you into their home and feed you lunch or dinner because guess what? That's what happens when you actually do go into the home and meet these people. They end up loving us. Why? Because Paul Roberts taught us just how to like people and make a friend and just give them this information and treat them like normal people, like they're your friends and family and not a, a paycheck. Okay? So learn our system, duplicate our system, and uh, I'm sorry if I rambled on too much. Um, tomorrow we're going to be going over the um, the in-home presentation, and, and I will get more straight into the point. And like I said, guys, if anyone's got any questions on setting appointments, um you're more than welcome to reach out to anyone on this team, but uh, my number is 956-235-9902. Um, you guys have a great day. Uh, today is Wednesday, so we got the hot spot in McAllen. Gina Hawkins in town, so it's not too late to uh, to uh, invite. And obviously, we got the the Louisville hot spot, um, our own Texas headquarters, if you want to call it that. Um, invite out there, and tomorrow we've got Katie. Um, and so, guys, go out there, have a great day, go kill it, write your goals down, accomplish your goals, be determined, hold yourself accountable, and this business will change your life.
And right now, what Andy Albright's doing, there's so many crazy things. We just got a text from Dr. Phil um, late last night that he's just crazy excited about what's going on right now with the Alliance. Um, he's having some top-secret meetings out there in California. So we'll see what's coming out after a couple of days when he gets back from uh, California, see what's going on out there. Um, but all I know is that man is excited. Um, he's been in this business a while. Um, he loves Paul Roberts. He loves Andy Albright. And things are just going to be blowing up. And uh, I'm very excited. I know Eric's excited. I know Avon Almer excited. And I know everybody Everybody I know in San Antonio is excited. So, guys, strap it on. Let's go. Um, we're at the right place at the right time with the right people. All right. Love you, George. I'm out. Have a good day.